1: or keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for The Warrior's Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves.
2: This is Pastor Callie at Warrior Watch Wednesday. We're so happy to have you with us today. It's going to be a great day. God's doing great things in America. He's doing great things in the church. He's doing great things in and through BPN Radio. We're so happy to be a part of this network and to be preaching the gospel and talking about what Jesus is doing, praying with you every day. I do believe with all of my heart that many of us are standing at the precipice of our promised land. Some of you have entered in, some of you are standing looking in and asking God for the courage to go in and be everything that God's called you to be. So whether you've walked in and you've started fighting battles and you're believing God to completely establish what you've been called to do in the kingdom, we all have a role in the kingdom. We all have been called to a purpose, a plan. Uh, God has a destiny, a specific destiny. One of the things I preached a few weeks ago, and I I really think this will help some. You know, many of us get prophetic words about, Our destiny. And so sometimes we have destiny as some proverbial destination. And it's going to take forever to get there. When you really, you're walking out your destiny and a part of your destiny every day. It's a daily walk. So I may be called to be uh, a prophet to the nations. But right now God may have me in a Sunday school room prophesying to kids. Yes.
1: That's I so may good. be
2: called to go establish churches across the world, but right now I may be helping my pastor establish a church in the city that I'm in. Yeah. You see my destiny is not a proverbial end end it is a process and i've got pastor jack here today we're talking about promised land part two and i just want to encourage you today and i want to want you to begin to realize that your destiny is now now you may not be walking the fullness of your in your fullness of your destiny now but every part of your life is a part of that unveiling it's a part of that becoming Um, I ain't the girl I was ten years ago. Yes, but yeah. I'm not the girl I'm going to be in ten years. God is God is changing me. He is. He is. I'm evolving into to more of His servant and His handmaiden. I'm. I am growing. Uh, I. I am maturing. I am leaving things behind, and I'm gaining things that I haven't had in the past to be to do more. What. I, more of what God's called me to do every day. So I just want to encourage you. Whether you're, whether you're just now walking out what you believe God's called you to do. Or you're standing at the precipice trying to figure out what's my first step. You've got a first step. You know, you've got a first step. So yes. God's going to begin to speak to you. And, and God is calling us into a place of present worship. And walking out our life on a daily basis. You know, this morning I got up and I thought, today... I'm going to get to the church and I'm going to have some prayer because that's what's important today. Yeah. And I've got some meetings that I've got to handle yeah. because that's what's important today. And then I'm going to do a radio program that I can't wait to do because that's what God's called me to do today. So I just that's want right. to encourage you, start, start where, wherever you're at and be faithful, faithful to that. And that's how we begin to walk out our journey. Right, Pastor Jack?
0: That's so good. I, I, I think, you know, God, God wants us. You know what I'm saying, and and the, the, the goal in life is not to accomplish a million things. The goal in life is to know God and, and become like Jesus. Okay? Yes, that's it. And we talked about heavenly success last week, right? Yes, a, yes. Uh, a a success that transfers into heaven. When I stand before Jesus, right? I I don't think I'm going to be listing all of my accomplishments no. before Him, right? No. I I I I I want, I, want, I want to hear Him say, "Well done, good and faithful servant." And, and I want there to be that acknowledgement that, that I knew Him and He knew me, and it's out of that that our accomplishments flow, and, and our accomplishments won't ruin us at that point.
2: I you love know? that so much. You know, Pastor Jack, a few few months back, I had had a dream, and uh, this dream impacted me. And I, in the dream, I saw my life on a highlight reel. Wow! I saw what Jesus showed me what He was seeing in my life, and I saw every thing that he considered a success and every time he was proud of me. Wow. wow. And it was amazing the things that showed up on that. Like I, I could get choked up but I saw things that times that I was kind to somebody that nobody knew about. Yes. yes. Or times that I sacrificed my money for something that that I thought Beautiful. was I thought was just little.
0: Yeah, you forgot about it.
2: Yeah, and he thought it was big. But you know when I got through and I woke up and I remembered that highlight reel... I said to the Lord, Lord, where were my, where were my failures? Wow. Where was the time that this happened? And I started telling the Lord, what about this? Because sometimes we live our whole life. Yeah. And because we're human and we tend to be failure focused.
0: Absolutely. Yes.
2: Let's be honest. We go back and look at our life and we think of every time we messed up or every missed opportunity or every time. And I said, Lord, where are they? And he goes, what are you talking about?
1: It's well,
2: He said, this is what I see. This wow. is what the blood does. Yes. This is what the yes. blood does. This is what walking out your destiny looks like, Callie. I'm not I don't look at you through the through the scope of your failures. No. I look at you through the blood and man, that's so changed my thought process, even about myself, Jack.
0: Yeah. Well we're valuable to him. You know, I was talking to actually Leland yesterday and we we're talking about being in the process of of you know being changed and transformed from glory to glory, right? We want to grow and, and but we we're so failure focused in the midst of that. And God's God's cheering our successes on. Yes. And and I I, I got this idea, you know, re, re, the gold goes to the refining process, right? So yes. you typically think of that as negative. But you know, it's gold to start with. Yes. Whenever you start the refining process, it's still gold. It's gold at the beginning. It's gold at the end. Yes. So you're already gold to God. Yes. You're already valuable right now. Yes. You're just in a process of knowing him more, of becoming more like him. He accepts you. You are gold right now. Okay. And you're just in a refining process and becoming more like him. And you you know, know? we'll
2: be in that process the rest of our life.
0: Absolutely. Because until
2: we're caught up to be with the Lord. Yep. That's when perfection Becomes eternal.
0: I, 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 absolutely, you know, it, it's it's the now and the not yet, right? Yes. He, he's here. He's his kingdom is fully here. You know, uh, the the authority of his kingdom is fully here, but it's not fully here in the sense of the final day. You know, he's yes. coming back. Yes. And and the the full expression of it's going to be there. So so yeah, the now and the not yet.
2: Yeah, and I I just want to encourage people, Jack. I know we've we're walking this out in a yeah. lot of things in our own life. You know, we've had. All kinds of prophetic words that we believe. And, and I yeah. want to say this because we we don't think that there's a finer man in prophetic ministry in the world than, than Dale Gentry. He's amazing. one of the best in the world. And many of the prophetic words that he has given our family have come to pass. Many, many of them. Oh, it's
0: amazing. Yeah. But then
2: there's some that they're, they're coming to pass. Yeah. And I just want to encourage people. To take your prophetic words and write them down, and especially the things that you believe that line up with your destiny, and begin to make steps into your personal promised land. But it, it doesn't have to look like the end result. It may start one way and end another.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's exactly right. And, it, and it's, about, it's about the process, right? So it's about knowing Him more. And, and, you know, so many times we use God as a means to an end. You know, we use Jesus as a means to an end, to the end of our prophetic word. (laughs) Well, Jesus is the end, right? Yes. (laughs) And um, and and so so he. If you can get there, like you will, you will realize your your your, the the realization of your prophetic word. You will take those steps, right? You know what I'm saying? And and so, but yeah, you're exactly right. You have to take the first step. Actually, I I love Zig Ziglar. He's amazing. He passed away recently, but I I just love listening to him. He he had such godly principles. He was a Christian. Uh, He he talked about, he said, he said, you know, I've never seen someone take step number two who didn't take step number one. Wow. And it's so simple, you know, but like, and, and, and you have to take that one step. We're in our lives, just like we were talking, have some dreams that God, God has for us. They're out there, but we're taking the first step towards those. Right. And it's a faith step. Right. You got to take it. Right. And, and just go for it, you know, take a risk. You know, it's risky going to the promised land because you don't know what's there. You got to face these giants but but he's with you every step of the way, but it's just taking that first step
2: and I will say that ninety percent of the giants we face are in our own head
0: uh, oh, absolutely.
2: you are going to face some external giants, sure, I mean just get ready for it but the most of the giants are you're going to fight are internal giants of fear self doubt, family legacy. Curses that you, that you really don't believe you've been shaken of, yes. uh, that, that, the, that the Lord has cleansed you of or broken in your life. So we have to take those internal looks and say, okay, what are the things that are keeping me from walking out my destiny and how can I use the word of God? And one of the things I've been going through, Jack, because I know my destiny, the enemies tried to take me out with my health.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And, you know, I got to thinking about me and, and your your mama, which is yep. your, my sister, your mama. You know, when we were young girls, we didn't have food to eat. Yep. We didn't have food to eat. We had two alcoholics in the formative years of our life. Yes. And I can remember Cindy and I in Baytown, Texas, in an old hotel that still stands to this day. And... We had gone 3 days with no food and my daddy walks in with a can of pork and beans and crackers and I felt like somebody just walked in with a steak meal. That's we were so hungry. Crazy. Yeah. So there was a wounding as a child yes. that said you're not going to have enough to eat. Yep. So when our family took that turn And even, you know, my mother and daddy sobered up. We were really young and gave us a really great life. But because of those formative years, I suffered a wounding that said, I don't have enough to eat. I spent, I have spent my whole life battling with overeating for fear there won't be enough. That's, you have to go back to what the fear is, that there will not be enough. And so I'm working on using the word... And you say, well, what does that have to do with my destiny? It has everything, everything to, to do, do with, with destiny. my destiny. Yes. Because whatever is in your head that is not of God yes. is taking up too much space.
0: That's exactly right. Well, you, you, you see it with the spies, right, who who were sent in to do surveillance. And, and they come back with two totally different stories. You know what I'm saying? Right. But the, both of them shared the same facts. But, but, but... Two completely different perspectives. Well, two
2: different pers- perspectives.
0: I mean, of course there were giants in there. Yeah, absolutely. That's a fact. But the truth was that God had God was going to give them more than what they needed to, over, to defeat the giants. And they, they did defeat them. But there were these spies who were, There was something internal going on in them that caused them to see failure. Caused them to see um, in, uh, an impossible situation. Well, Joshua, where had Joshua been? Joshua has been on his face in the tent in God's God 's presence. God had been doing an internal work in his life, and so when he saw it, like it was like you know he, he saw possibility, He, he saw nothing as impossible. We can take that land and so it has everything to do with you, uh, what's going on internally because God wants to change your perception you know and a lot of times if there's that one area where we feel like we're such a failure, we, we've experienced we haven't experienced victory in that area. The enemy uses that to hold us back in a, in, a, in a hundred other areas.
2: Let me just stop right now, Pastor Jack, and I want to pray for everybody. I'm praying for myself, too, because I am walking out this uh, this victory of eating, right? I am coming off sugar completely. Uh, and, you know, I've made a decision to never mess with it again. I, I literally yeah. have made a decision. It's kind of like, you know... People say, Pastor Kelly, do you believe drinking is a sin? Well, I can't necessarily tell you that drinking a glass of wine oh. is a sin. I'm not going to argue that, or I don't think I have Bible. But I can tell you that if you can't drink something without getting yeah. drunk, Stay it is a sin it. for you. Absolutely. So sugars that for me. Yeah. I, you know, some people can have a bite of cake be fine. and be fine, yep. and six months later they have another bite of cake. Yep. Pastor Kelly's not one of those. Yes. I dream about cakes and in my mind yeah. i see cakes dancing in <laughs> yes, heaven yes. i i dream about swimming and chocolate so and it's all funny but it's true it's really true and i should not be dreaming about that so i am going to completely lay down sugar for the rest of my life because it's a culprit for me it's yes. a sin for me may not be for anybody else not i'm not correct. making it anybody else's theology so i'm walking this out so i want to pray with you yeah. As we're going through this today, I really want to spend time praying. I just declare in Jesus' name that God is revealing yes, God. truth. Yes. Truth in the areas of our addictions. Yes, Lord. Are our crutches. Yes. God. Anything we go to instead of you, Jesus. Yes. Anything that we put. On a higher Jesus. throne than you. You are the Lord of our lives. And I just declare that today you are unveiling yes, in God. our own lives any areas. If if it's your cell phone, if it's your best friend that you call when you really should yes. you know there's nothing wrong with having a best friend, but if I'm calling my best friend three times a day and I'm not praying, that's not a good thing. Yes, if God. if if it's your social media, if it's your yes. if you're if you're if you're going to food, if you're going to alcohol, if you're going to anything yes, In excess, and the word is excess, because there's a lot of good things that can become sin. Lord, I just declare that you begin to show your people what we do and what we try to replace you with. Yes, God. Because you will never let me go hungry. Yes. And I know that in my mind. You will never let me. Every good thing to eat is there for me, but there are things that are not expedient for me. Yes. and I I will never starve because you are a good daddy yes and Lord I just thank you that you have given me revelation you're giving me revelation that I am no longer that little girl sharing a can of pork and beans with my sister yeah but that wow. I have more than, enough. more than enough and I can make a choice and want to make a choice every day to eat good healthy, clean foods and I just declare that the ones that are listening that are suffering with things that they have kept silent that they've hid God you're going to give them courage to drag those things out into the light and to begin to deal with the giants in their own head the things that have kept them from going and starting the business the things that have kept them from writing the song the things that have kept them for believing God for a great marriage God I just declare that you are giving us the courage to go into our heart and to drag those things out that have hindered us, and you're shining the light on them. I'm so excited yes, about that, God. Pastor Jack.
0: Yes, I, I, I think you hit on something really, really good there, and that's that you know when uh, making good things ultimate things. Yes, you know an idol is when a good thing becomes an ultimate thing, and and um, and, and you know all. All sin comes from one root, and that is, it comes from one lie, and the lie is God is not enough. Yeah, He's not enough. I've got to go to this thing. I've got to go to that thing, and so, so like it, it you know. Be encouraged today. I mean, Paul dealt with this. I, I see, I see in Romans, in in, in Romans seven, he says. What a wretched man I am. Who will deliver me from this body of death, right? Yes. I don't know if he was seeing cake dancing around in his head or chocolate <laughs> swimming. I don't know what, what was happening. <laughs> but <laughs> something was going what on. Something was going on. And he said, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So, um, so, so I, I myself served the law of God with my mind, right? But my flesh, I served the law of sin, All right. He's saying, like, in my heart, my mind, I know it is true. I know what is right, and I know what I, I know who I really am. I'm passionate about God. I love God. I love the truth of God, but He said in my members, in my body, there's a war raging on mm-hmm. of passion that wants comfort, wants this, wants that, and so so I talked about this on Sunday with the congregation. Giving yourself like grace because de- desire is not bad. When you desire something bad, your desire isn't bad. Okay. God gave you the capacity to desire. Yeah.
1: Okay? Yeah.
0: So so it, it, the, we're not going to be held accountable by God for our desire. We're going to be held accountable by God for where we direct our desire. That's
2: it. Jack. Okay? That's it.
0: So the reason the reason, you know, we get addicted to stuff, the reason we are, you know, we want a, a, another bite or the reason we want um, you know, that, that unhealthy relationship or, or want to look at pornography, what, whatever it is, God gave us the capacity to desire and it's been misdirected. And in James uh, four, he talks about that. He says, I, I know why you're angry. I know why you're frustrated. You're pursuing junk when you are, you are created to, to pursue the, the, uh, the heavenly things, God himself. Mm-hmm. And so, so our, our fulfillment can only come from God. And and so so understanding that the reason the reason you desire so greatly and your passions are so great is because you have a great God. And that's why he gave you great desire is because you have a great God to fulfill that great desire.
2: One of the things I think we have to be careful with too with going into you know the promised land and destiny and the things that God's called us we can seek our destiny more than we can seek God.
0: Oh, uh, that, that's, that, that, is, that is such a very real danger. Yeah. And, and, and so the prom, and, and, and if we're going to talk about the promised land, we have to talk about that, that the promised land is Jesus. Yes. Okay? <laughs> he, he's the inheritance, Yes, right? he is. And, and so, but it, it, in him, though, in him, what area in your life are you uh, uh, um, not enforcing the victory of Jesus? That's really what we're talking about. So so he came to give us abundant life. And in Christ, okay, why are you letting this one area of your life remain remain in us or remain wreckage? When when Jesus is with you, he wants to heal it. He He wants to help you in that area. So that's what we're talking about. He is our inheritance. And in him, he begins to transform and change our life, you know? And this means this does mean success in areas, you know, and, and realizing our dreams and, and, and our goals. Absolutely.
2: Right? And there's nothing wrong with that because that's part of yes. abundant living. Exactly but there right. is a danger. I have seen people that were more focused on their destiny coming to pass because of their they wanna feel they wanna feel valuable. When the the process of your life unfolding and your destiny our value comes in our identity with Christ. Yes. Yes. Jesus is the ultimate goal, and with Jesus comes every good gift.
0: Yeah, he gives us everything.
2: Every good gift. But when we start seeking the goal instead of Jesus, yeah. then it can literally become it can become a trap. So, I just want to encourage people to if you seek Jesus, this is something I had to learn. I am ambitious by nature. Yep. So I have had to walk this thing out. I want to take a few minutes and we're going to do a song here. Um, and it's called Take Courage. And I want you to just uh, listen and worship. And I want you to spend some time with Jesus and, and allow him to just to just ask him to unveil your heart. We'll be right back with you.
1: Salvation Song broken with our lives As we live out the love of Jesus Christ What our eyes have seen our hearts cannot tonight. Because anything is possible with Jesus. Nothing is impossible for Jesus. There's no nation too close for Jesus. There's no heart too hard for Jesus. There's no school that's too hard for Jesus. He's already
2: so excited that y'all are with us today we're talking about promised land part two i love having pastor jack here he's actually a part of the pastoral team uh we've been we have been preaching him to death we, we just uh we we all share the pulpit pastor of course pastor todd is the senior pastor but we've we've kind of just been preaching him to death he's such an amazing man of god an amazing um, um, insight about the word of God and the things that we're talking about today, but a couple of things I want to in, invite you to, um, her voice, December 7th through 8th, uh, Jenny Donnelly, um, mighty woman of God and a whole team of women across America are calling women. From across America to join us, I'd like for you to join. We have a private Facebook page. It's called Her Voice. If you if you um, go on it and ask to be a part, we will accept you. Uh, we're doing an an event. Uh, a basically a warrior session in December where warriors, women warriors from all over the country are going to come. We're going to converge on Portland in Portland, Oregon. We're going to pray. We're going to prophesy. We're going we're believing God for an awakening in America. And we believe that, that women, are part of the um, they're going to lead yeah. the camp I really believe God's raising up women across yes. America and the world to lead the effort for prayer and revival we know how to birth things girl That's right. girls we know how to not only get pregnant but we know how to to carry that baby to full term and watch that baby be born, and God is birthing a prayer revival. He's birthing a revival, Pastor Jack.
0: Can I say something that? Um, uh, so, uh, in, in a lot of the revivals that happened in history, there was always a prayer, prayer movement that preceded them. was, it, yes. whether it was Wales uh, uh, or Azusa um, or even Brownsville recently. All right, uh, there was one revival. A revival historian was talking about this. There's one revival that happened that uh, uh, the Jesus movement, right in the '60s and '70s. He couldn't. He couldn't like pinpoint a noticeable prayer movement that preceded it. He's like, God, that doesn't make any sense. Prayer movements always precede great revivals. Uh-huh. And, and he said the Lord told him, he said there was a prayer movement. He said, where, Lord? I can't find it in church, in the church in history. He said it was a movement of praying mothers in their homes, praying for their sons and daughters not to be given away to this, you know, the 60s liberation hippie movement. He said it was, a, it was thousands of praying mothers, a crying out for their children. Was
2: it women aglow?
0: Well, no, no, no. This was just the Lord talking to him at this this revival historian. You know, wow. th- there was no way to 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 prove it on paper to this
2: quantify is, it, to
0: quantify it. But he said, that the Lord, the Lord, he felt the Lord say it was a movement of praying mothers wow. uh, uh, who who wouldn't let their kids go, go go to the enemy. And we have the Jesus movement. And so uh, I, I think you know, yeah her voice what an appropriate name yes. right we need the voice of women yes. this hour yes. uh uh to to recapture the narrative right yes. of what truth is of what life is there's a lot of uh voices of women right now who aren't speaking the truth go yes. uh, over our nation so we need the voice of godly women uh uh to 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 uh, capture that narrative again
2: you know the amazing part about uh I've watched Jenny and Jenny's the leader, and you know she is uh, such an amazing woman of god such so humble and loves Jesus with all of her heart and I've never seen anybody champion so she's always championing championing what God has her to do but always championing other people yeah. as well but one of the things she came to our church uh three three and a half years ago Jack and um that was probably probably one of the toughest times of my life yeah. and during that service a prophetic the lord gave me a prophetic utterance for her i didn't know her at all i knew about her i'd heard about her in some business arenas but i didn't know her yeah but a prophetic utterance came forth and what i do remember about that prophetic utterance is, is the lord said i'm raising you up to assemble you know hundreds of thousands of women wow. across america and and to and to pray, to pray for what God has called us to do. So this, this is, this is, uh, this December 7th and 8th is a culmination of, of an, it's part of this destiny unveiling for for what God's called her and all these women. And I'm a part of these women. I have the Pleasure and honor to be a part, so our awesome. church is a part, and I just want to encourage women to come out to that. I also want to talk about one other thing that we're doing as a family, Life Artistry Academy. Yeah. Um, we believe that God has called men and women to go in all different spheres, yes. Christian men and women. For many years, the church was just completely... Uh, cut off from the world, and it, well, I'm not going to go into all that. It's not worth talking about, but God has called us to go into the world yeah, right. and to preach the gospel, the gospel. And, to, and to be lights. Yeah. And so we not only believe that we should be raising up worship leaders and men and women of God to to worship and to lead God's people in in music, but we also believe that we're called to raise up uh, singers and songwriters in every sphere of music.
0: Yeah, and, and, I, I, and R- so R- Raylin's a part of the event. She's one of the coaches, and then Leland's a part of the event. So I think that's a good example. Like Ray, she's doing uh, mainstream music. That's what right. God's called her country here. music. Leland, you know, we we've been doing music for the church for you know fifteen years, years or right. whatever. That's what God's called us to do as well. So so you know, uh, the, the the whole idea of the event is we need. The world needs your music. The world needs your voice. Yes. Even if you have, you know, 10 people who are listening to you right now, those 10 people need you. H- how do you become better for those 10 people? Right. And and, and God will, as you, as you steward your circle of influence you have right now, God will expand it, you know?
2: Absolutely. And we want to also let people know that it's not just call for people that feel like they need to do this for a living. That's right. I have a daughter, two daughters that do worship in the yes. local church yes. that are fan Fantastic. Yep. I mean they could they could be up against anybody that's doing this professionally but they, they're they called to be mothers, they're called to be in the local church, yep. they're called to lead worship and so it's for people that are doing local ministry right. or local music and you just, like Jack said, you've got a, a, a group of 100 or 200 or 10 or 15 and you just want to become the best that you can be so we want to invite you out, that's August 3rd through the 5th yep. lifeartistryacademy.com Check us out. Uh, we really believe God's called us to do this. So let's go back to the Promised Land.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I was when I was thinking about this, I, I automatically just went to John ten ten. Uh, it's one of my favorite one of my favorite scriptures. I, I, I think it's once again it's a familiar scripture. So you have to kind of take take your churches off for a second and try to just listen to it with new with new ears. Um, but it says that the, that the, the thief. Um, this is Jesus talking to us here the the thief, the enemy, comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly okay so so first of all, the enemy, he only wants to kill you, steal from you, and destroy you okay right. Right. Uh, uh, now now he 's doing everything he can to make you think. Uh, he's doing the exact opposite. He wants you to think that he's helping you. He wants you to think that he's going to make you more famous. He wants you to think he's making you more comfortable uh, uh, by whatever sin he's he's causing you to pursue. But the, the reality is, he he wants to take everything you have. Right. He, he he wants to kill you, and he wants to he wants to destroy your life. Okay. So that, that we have to understand that there's there's a, there's a bad guy out there. Okay. But. Jesus came to destroy the works of the enemy. And he did. He destroyed them completely on the cross. He destroyed the authority and the power of the enemy on the cross. And now we are enforcing that victory in Christ. We are in battle right now against the kingdom of darkness. Enforcing the victory. The victory has already been won, but we 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 are implementing that victory. And so part of implementing that victory is us walking in the abundant life that Jesus has called us to, in other words, aka stepping into the promised land. Yes. That's really what we're talking about. What, what, you know what what is what is life in Christ look like at its fullest? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like like turn it up and and you know He said that we'll have life abundantly. This word abundantly in Greek here is a is like a mind blowing word. It's like amazing. It's like super deep. So I wanted to talk just about three kind of things uh, that that word abundantly in Greek means. Number one, it means it means exceeding in number or measurement, okay? okay Number two, it means it also means more than is' necessary.
2: Wow, love it.
0: And number three, it means superior in quality.
2: Wow, that's so good Jack
0: so 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 number one, it exceeds any measurement. So like what what kind of cap have you put on on your life right? Yeah like this is only how far I can go this, 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 I, I can only be this good of a mother, you know. I mean it's like i you know you know how I am guys, you know what I mean it's like it's Not. like we put this cap on us or or you know i i I can only be you know this successful in my business or or I've settled for this or or i can i i i I can only walk in this much fruit of the spirit. we put caps on our life we don't realize we do it, but we put measurement, and we say you know. Hey, you know what? Life just has dealt me a, uh, I, 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 out of one out of ten in this area, I'm just a six. You know, I'll always be a six. You know, and we put that cap there. Well, what Jesus is trying to say, there are no caps anymore. <laughs> I destroyed the, the caps. caps. There's yep. no caps. It is infinite. Yes. Because we are in him now. Yes. We don't have, now if it was just us, we'd have caps. But we're not in, we're yeah. not in us. We're in him. Yeah. He said, so so you get my life now. Like, my life, I don't have measurements. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, have you ever hung out with someone who's really, really rich? And you're like, man, this is kind of awesome. Like, yeah. you know, you gotta get to live their life for a day. They right. take you out to a nice restaurant, and you're like, right. man. They, they, they
2: don't look at look nothing. They don't check out what anything costs. Exactly.
0: You're like, this is awesome, you know? Because you get to live their life for a day, right? <laughs> well, Jesus is saying, you don't have to live your little life, that life anymore, To looking at receipts. You can live my life. And, of course, yeah. I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about the fullness. Yes. Uh, health and life he said you can live a life without without caps or measurements
2: i I can't help but this is so funny (laughs) i can't help but think about my oldest grand well my second oldest grandson um my two grandsons are just a couple of months apart and they're 11 years old but austin both of them are really smart boys but and uh, one's real talented in the sports but one is super super brainy. He's like yeah, yeah. he's just super brainy and he's um he is such a smart fun kid just because of the way he looks at life. So he'd been with his granddad and he loves his opa everybody loves opa you know opa but opa is very focused on every dime he yeah
0: budgeting. yeah just yeah and,
2: and so and so Austin had been with opa for months now opa lives here now but this was when he was in south carolina and he had been with opa for months and you know he was very focused on every dime and then they come back and they're staying with mema uh. ma this is i'm mema uh I am not, you know, I pay my bills and do the right thing, but I am not a penny pincher. I'm yeah, not yeah. focused on, I live life. You we just go yeah, that. yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think totally opposite. And so we're sitting at dinner one night and, <laughs> and his dad said, said to him, said, Awesome, do you love me, mom? He goes, Yes, I love me, mom. He goes, Do you love Opa? He goes, Yes, I love Opa. He goes, he goes, well, what, do you, what, what do you like about Meemaw? What What is it that makes you love Meemaw so much? Because she never worries about money. <laughs> <laughs> that is I mean, awesome. this is a kid that doesn't get really excited about anything. I mean, he's pretty monotone, but he just, <laughs> because she never worries about money. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know what? That's how we're oh, supposed man, to be so with Jesus.
0: Good. He's when we're worried. living
2: the abundant life, we're not worried. Yeah, we're not worried. We're trusting. Yes. We, are, oh, we so know good. that God is going to provide for us yeah. and that he's going to take us to this abundant place. And I'm not going to live under the curse of poverty. I'm no. not going to live under the curse of what my grandfather did or my great-grandfather did. Jack, we were in a meeting the other, night, other day, and this was so powerful. The prophetic started flowing. And I prayed for this couple. And to look at this couple, they looked like an upper class couple. So it's not like in my eyes I could see. Sure. But I heard the voice of the Lord say, "I'm, I'm bringing honor to your name. And I'm delivering you from the curse of your grandfather and your father. I prayed this over a man. And I began to. To prophesy what I heard the Lord say about all the blessings that were coming, yeah well they I could tell they were physically moved, you know you can tell when yeah, when absolutely. the Lord has given you a word that's hitting home, yeah later he testified, grandfather had went to prison, dad went to prison, terrible things had happened, I mean to the point that
0: their name was ruined, their
2: name was ruined in in a, that town. In, in that town, yeah, yeah or in in that spirit, their name was had dishonored, but God said, but God said <laughs> but God said, yes. That's not your truth anymore. That's
0: exactly right.
2: That's not your truth anymore. Yes. Uh, your truth is I'm bringing honor to your name. Yes. And I'm going to bless you and I'm going to restore you. And see, that's where the abundant living. I may have been in a curse of poverty. I may have walked in a curse yes. where my name was dishonored. But when I step into God's promised land, yeah. every bit of that lie is broken off. Yeah.
0: We have to understand whose team we are on now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's like... It's like, hey, you're gonna play by my rules now. Jesus is like, my rules are that that there is no limits. Yes, and, 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 and there's just there's fullness. And another thing too, I think, okay, let's get on this because because this is a this is a thing. Okay, I, I, I've dealt with this whole thing of Jesus doesn't want me to be blessed financially. I, I've dealt. With, I'll be honest, like, and God's had to take me and show me in the Word of God. Yes, it's okay to be blessed. to be blessed financially. And it's, some people probably don't struggle with that. Some might, some might, but he, uh, someone brought something up re- really good. You know, see, people say Jesus was poor all the time. Okay. Um, uh, Jesus was not poor. Okay. Jesus had so much money coming into his ministry that he had to have a treasurer. The fact that out of 12, he had 12 disciples, he had to have a treasurer. They obviously had money coming in. Okay. He was giving it all away. That's the thing. He was giving it yeah. like he wasn't living some lavish lifestyle. And, and, and we might look and go, oh, well, well, he was poor. No, he wasn't. There was money coming in, even in his short three year ministry that the father was providing all of his needs first and foremost, but then giving him more so much so they had to have treasure and they were giving to the needy. So, so that we have to break this poverty thing because how many people who are poor, who do need provision, who do need help are missing out because you're living in poverty? You know, what I'm saying God wants to put you in a place to where you are blessed, so you can, so you can, be so you can be a blessing, be blessing right? Be, because you're in a safe place, you're in a relationship with Him, um, and 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 God can trust you with it. So, so uh, uh, yeah, we're on His team, and we have to think the way He thinks now.
2: And He wants us to know that when we step into this kingdom life, yes, that every limitation, yes, of Egypt. It's, it's gone. gone.
1: Yeah. No more and caps. now
2: I have not only the favor of the promised land. Now, yeah. Am, am I going to have to face some giants? Yeah. Am I going to have to change some mindsets? Yeah. Am I going to have to change some belief systems? Yes. God, I'm going to have to allow Holy Spirit to expose lies. Yes. And then I'm going to have to work with Holy Spirit to obliterate that belief system. That's
0: right. And, and it's, it's a process. It's a journey. It is. Okay. And and, and, and so, so the, there's... So number one, it exceeds abundant life means to exceed our measurements. So he wants to b- bust your measurements up, no limits. Number two, it, it means that more than is necessary.
2: Yes. Now this is
0: a big one. Okay. Bill Bill Johnson said something amazing. He said somewhere along the way I picked up that God was was an was an orphanage director that was only responsible for giving me you know three meals a day and a bed to sleep in at night.
2: <laughs> oh God. It's he true. Said,
0: God is not an orphanage director. He's a father. Yeah. It's a father. Fathers. You know, our, our, he's a good father. Now, you might have a, you know a father that was only concerned about your needs. Th- th- this is not this father. He, he's a perfect father. He he wants to give you more than is necessary. You know, and 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 uh, um, he, he doesn't just care about our needs. He cares about our desires. And and um, can I share a quick testimony? Sure. Uh, we got this might sound silly to some people. Okay, I I, I love the band. You too. They're, they're amazing. They're, they're coming to Houston in in uh, um. Uh, this week. Uh, I'm going to see them in Florida uh, with my father-in-law. Um, and But I got Leland tickets. Leland had always wanted to see you two. Uh, uh, he'd never seen him. He's a huge fan. So we got Leland tickets for his birthday, for Wednesday night. Well, I'm talking to Whitney, and, and you know, I could tell Whitney wanted to go, and I, I wanted her to be able to go, too. And the, the tickets were expensive, and I was just like, yeah. I was like, let, let, don't worry about it. We, we, we just won't go. And she was like, oh, okay, that's cool, you know. So, But we, we, we wanted to go on Wednesday night. M- mind you, I'm already going in Florida, right? Uh, but I wanted Whitney to be able to go, too. So we, we wanted to go. But it's like, it was more than was necessary. It's like, we're like, we're fine, you know, it's all good. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go. So, so uh, on Friday night, uh, we walk in for worship night, and someone uh, gives me $200 cash for uh, this, this thing I, I had uh, played at. And it was like, oh, wow, cool, thank you. That's amazing. And so the Lord in the offering says, "Give the two hundred dollars." I'm like, "Okay, cool, God, I I gave the two hundred dollars," and we have to be like that with our money, right? Right. And uh, I said, "Yes, look." So I, I gave it. The, the the next day, I look on Facebook and a friend of mine says, "Hey, I have two two U two two U two tickets for uh, for Wednesday night. Anybody interested?" So I messaged him and say, "How much?" He said, "Call me." He said, "Man, he's like I have I have six hundred dollar you know U two tickets." And he said, I have to go to a conference in D.C. He said, I, I, I want to give them to you. So I'm, and I didn't attach the two for a second. I was like, Dude, thank, thank you so much. Oh, wow. And, and like, I, I realized afterwards, I gave him that offering. I wasn't thinking about. You and, too? No, I just wanted to give to the Lord. I, you know? And then I, I, after after this, I felt the Father say, like, I I saw on Tuesday that you wanted to go to that concert.
1: <laughs> that makes me cry.
0: I was paying attention. <laughs> And I was like, God, you saw that. You want me to go to that concert more than I wanted to go to that concert. What on earth? He's so good. He gives more than is necessary. Yes, he does. It's not just about our needs. And and, and that kind of a life is a life that will reach the lost, a life that, yes. that knows that the Father has yes. us He cares about us. Yes. And so we're not in an orphanage. We're, we're in the Father's house.
2: You're exactly right. More than is necessary. Jack, that's so blessed me. We're going to... Uh take some time and have another song here um ever love you and i just want you to just worship and know that god loves you and we'll come right back for prayer It has been a wonderful day i could i could talk with pastor jack for hours we're going to do a part three on the promised land so that you'll get we'll get to finish this up but i want pastor jack if you would just take a few minutes and just pray for everybody and just declare a blessing over everyone
0: yeah um god i just i thank you for everyone who's listening right now lord um it is it is imperative uh that we walk in the abundant life you paid for it is so vital because the world needs you. Yes. And and, the, and God, you want to, to show the world yourself through yes. us. Yes. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Yes, And if we're not walking in the fullness of life and, and growing in that life, the world's missing out. And, and we're missing out on you first and foremost. And so, Jesus, I pray right now that you yes. would draw us close to you. Lord, you said that if we draw near to you, you draw near to mm-hmm. us. And, it, and I, I love the, the prodigal son model, God, that he, the, the, the prodigal son walked, but you ran. Yes. And so I just thank you, Father, that, that as we walk to you, you run to us right now. And if we'll just take one step, God, you'll draw to us. I pray for everyone, whether in their car or at the house. I pray that you'd encourage them, God. Uh, I come against discouragement, those limitations that, yes. that, that people put in themselves and say, I'll never be enough or I'll never uh, 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 get breakthrough in this area. God, that, Lord, you want to remove those measurements, yes. those caps. Yes. There are no caps for you. And and we're in your life now, Jesus. We get to live your life. Yes. And so I I pray for every person on the sound of my voice right now that they would experience breakthrough right now in the name of Jesus. Yes. And you would minister to them by your presence.
2: In Jesus' name, Lord, we just thank you. Uh, I bless you. I want to encourage you to to step out and do what God's called you to do today and be present, be blessed. We'll see you next Wednesday.
1: For the past hour, you've been listening to The Warrior's Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.